0: Spin San Old School, helping you navigate back to college in 2021. You are very welcome to Spin and with me, Louise Cantillon. Spin Skull is proudly sponsored by Pathway, an interactive online career guidance tool at mypathwayjourney.com. We are back for week five of Spin skull and this week we are chatting about probably the most important aspect of your college life, and that is all things social life. Joining clubs, joining societies, taking part in extracurricular activities, and just in general, enjoying the independence and social life that college and Third level education has to offer. Joining us this morning, I am so delighted to introduce the president of the USI, the Union of Students Ireland, Claire Oustick. Claire, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on Spins and Thank you very much for having me. Claire, I'm sure that you'll agree more than anyone that there is so much more to college life than academics. Absolutely. The thing that we always say
1: is that. Um, you know the whole college experience and the student experience isn't just about the teaching and learning it's about the extracurriculars it's about engaging in societies and clubs and making new friends and traveling around the country with your new friends and you know volunteering Um, and a lot of the the personal development um, and learning that happens at college isn't necessarily in the classroom it's by meeting people and it's by having conversations it's about expanding your knowledge um, and it really does come down to everything else that college has to offer that is aside from the actual teaching and learning and engaging in tutorials and exams and all.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, for so many college students, when they make that transition from secondary school, it's the first time in their young lives that they have that independence. And, you know, they find themselves being able to plan almost every aspect of their lives from what time they wake up in the morning, what they're going to eat, who they're going to hang out with, what they're going to do that night. So it's a newfound independence that I think maybe sometimes times can be overwhelming as well as very exciting exactly um and that's like the,
1: the beauty of college life it's about being independent it's about living away from home for the first time and um, you know being able to engage in opportunities that you've never been you know had an opp- opportunity to do before um so even with like clubs and societies there might have been different um clubs that um, students have been part of at second level but at college there's so many different new opportunities that can be tried um and you you know it's, it's just about engaging in those um opportunities and being able to um see you know where your interests lie um, and just trying lots of different things to see and um, you know how you can get the most out of the college experience but that's what's so different um from third level to second level it is that independence it's about you know being able to develop personally being able to develop academically and um, some people work part-time jobs as well and um, so it's, it's really um this new um I suppose new opportunity in terms of self development and being able to explore lots of different things that college life has to offer. And um, so it really is um, one of the the greatest um, times of someone's life. And um, a lot of parents and you know family relatives have fond memories of college. Um, and it's just about making the most of it.
0: and I know every time I think back of my own college experience I was lucky enough to be able to move from Limerick to Cork City and I just remember the excitement and the thrill of that independence and certainly even now 10 years on I look back and they're definitely some of the best memories that I've ever made so I know for so many young people it is exciting and the whole idea of today's episode I guess is to talk about that extracurricular side of college clubs societies all of these fantastic opportunities that are on campus and part of the university life aside from academics where students get to really explore their social skills, meeting new people and maybe even developing new interests. So my question for you, Claire, I guess, being at the top of your game and the president of the USI, You've probably noticed that over the last two years, students have begun to disengage with things like clubs and societies because of the pandemic and because of the fact that college life became a virtual reality. So now that students are slowly beginning to return to campus, is life and maybe college life slowly moving back on track, and are things like clubs and societies and extracurricular a real life option again? Yeah, and, and that's what's been so unfortunate for the last um, you know two academic years
1: really, um, is that students haven't been able to be on campus, they haven't been able to engage with their friends, they haven't been able to have on campus graduations, they haven't been able to you know play a sport that they really are passionate about or be able to be part of society. So, it, my heart really has gone out to you know students who have had to um, participate in the online learning for so long and haven't been able to engage in all of the great things that college I've to offer and um, so now that um you know the the vaccine rollout has been accelerated and many young people have been vaccinated and that there's been strides made to ensure that students have some kind of on-campus experience this year it definitely is a lot more positive looking than what it was this time last year and um, so it's maybe not the full scale Apologise college life that it would have been you know pre-COVID-19 but it certainly is a step in the right direction and um, many like SUs would be running induction events orientation week events um, handing out lots of like freebies as they usually would um, you know organizing themed weeks campaigns um, and the clubs and societies are also resuming back on campus and um, so there definitely is a lot more opportunity this year to be able to engage to experience different things um, and try and absorb all the great things that college life has to offer and um, if there's anything that I can say in terms of you know trying to utilize all the great opportunities it's really just about showing yourself in there and if you're unsure about attending something but you want to try it go go and try it and and see if you like it um, or attend different society events or clubs and engage in like student union activities and there's always lots of great events put on and campaigns that can be run and so whatever it is that you're passionate about try it and see how you get on um, and if it doesn't suit you you'll find something else but it really is just about giving yourself time to integrate meet new people um, and that's where all the the fun and the kind of personal learning comes from it's about meeting people from around the country who maybe you know move to the the city that you're into attend college um where you know international students you can learn from them as well from different countries that they're from all around the world and um, being able to participate in you know experiments in labs or tutorials you know being in a pc suite with your friends it's so different to secondary school and it really is just about um, exploring and getting to know what suits and works best for you Um, and college life really really does um, facilitate that happening.
0: Well said absolutely and I couldn't agree more with that one and I guess just on that note for students maybe who find themselves a little anxious or unnerved by the prospect of heading along to a club or a society, maybe where teams and groups and clubs have been formed for a long time and they feel a little anxious heading in on their own into a group of new people and maybe into a formal setting like an AGM or a get-together. Are the options of informal college nights out, meeting at college bars, restaurants, club and society introduction nights in the college bars... Are they now a thing of the past due to COVID or are there still options for students to kind of get a feel for clubs and societies through informal college nights out?
1: Yeah, so um, it's it's kind of dependent on the college in terms of their regulations and restrictions. Um, So I think at the moment it stands that those who are vaccinated are able to go into like the college bar if there is a college bar on campus and the same with indoor dining with the canteen areas. Um, But just on the point that you mentioned about students who are maybe a bit more shy or who aren't like confident going to um, events and activities maybe by themselves. I remember you know being a first year student and I was definitely shy and I wouldn't go to anything by myself without having a friend with me and whether it was you know the society's fair the club's fair and I really would wanted to you know go to dance classes but some of my friends weren't available that night so I didn't actually go in the end but then I got to a stage where I was saying if if I keep waiting on others um to to attend or go by my side then I'll never go anywhere um and then I made the decision to attend you know a dance class one uh, evening by myself and I actually made friends there so I went by myself and it was the most kind of empowering thing (laughs) um, because it gave me the confidence to go to events and you know clubs and different activities by myself Um, and you meet friends there that you can you know stay in touch with for the rest of your life and there's also you know the opportunities of um, being part of like the students union by being a class rep um, by volunteering helping out with different things that are organized through the year and so if you know there's a club or society that maybe someone isn't interested there's still you know volunteering opportunities they're still um helping people um you know giving um you know different like tours and all of that and being able to support peers um, and then being a class rep as well or being a part-time officer in the students union um but coming back to the point on um the kind of college life and um, there's different um you know college days um organized you know in the different cities but when it comes to the actual on-campus um activities with the the college bar and um, it is kind of like it varied across the the board in terms of you know the restrictions and that but it still is in place for people to attend.
0: Brilliant. Okay, that's good to note. And I think, you know, you you raise a valid point there when you say that people maybe need to just take that step outside of their comfort zone and go, genuinely just go to an event if it if it sparks their interest, be it a club, a society, or an extracurricular team. Um and I guess, you know, there will be so many other people in the same boat as them that are going on their own. And that's the nature of university life. I guess you're out on your own for the first time. So to have the confidence and to take the step and to go to the club to join the society. Um can I ask you, Claire, what a club- opera society looks like now what is the setup I mean I can't imagine that uh, it's as maybe free and easy as it was pre-pandemic yeah
1: so again it's kind of different across the board and what um different capacities and facilities that colleges have um but the larger like universities would have like gyms on campus so they can have the halls Um, others have um you know outdoor activities planned for the clubs so they will be going ahead Um, it just looks different across the board in terms of the um availability of like facilities and resources that they have um but this year is a lot more um promising and positive than last year in terms of being able to be part of societies and clubs and different volunteering opportunities.
0: And in terms of open days and I know for the most part college fresher weeks are over at this stage but maybe for a student who has gotten a CAO offer a little bit later and finds themselves only on campus this week or next week or in the coming weeks with the round five and six offers and maybe didn't have an opportunity to find out about clubs and societies how is the best way to go about it and are there active clubs and societies that are maybe tangible and within reach on a daily basis on a student campus?
1: Yeah, so usually each college would have a website dedicated to their clubs and societies. Um, so if a student um, isn't too familiar with what, what the college has to offer, definitely go onto the website um, to see what different societies and clubs are there and then you can kind of read a bit about what they offer and what you can do, what they look like, the different activities that they have planned for the year. Um, and usually there's a timetable as well in terms of when the next meeting is on as well. The Students' Union will also have information on clubs and societies and getting involved. So, if someone is, um, you know, a bit later to, to college life and they haven't been part of the inductions or orientations, there's still lots of ways to get that information and be part of the clubs and societies throughout the year. And um, there usually is a semester two clubs and societies fair as well. So, if they, um, if if the first one has been missed over the last like two weeks, um, don't don't worry at all. There's still is opportunity in semester two and throughout the year to attend. Um, and if you know someone is worried that they missed like the first meeting of a society or the first training of a club it's okay (laughs) you know you can attend you know three quarters through the year or you can attend in second year or third year or final year if you haven't gone before Um, and it really is just you know feeling empowered and confident to attend um, and yeah you'll have the best time um, and by just taking that step and going to something that you really wanted to go to for so long
0: Claire for yourself obviously as the President of the USI you are sitting up there in maybe the most important role of all union Or societies or clubs for college students. So, for you, what is it? What is the most important factor in joining a club or a society? Because a lot of people go through their college experience and they never enroll or join anything. So, for you, I guess, with all of the experience you have and you're looking at it from another perspective this year in particular, why is it so important to join a club or society in college? Yeah, so I have a couple
1: of things to say on this. Um, I think first of all, um, is trying out the different clubs and societies. Definitely, I wish, um, that I had attended a lot more things in first year and it, it did come down to not being you know confident enough to go to a training or you know a society event by myself I was always waiting on my friends to go with me just because I didn't want to be the only person attending and um, so I wish I had you know joined societies and clubs earlier on um, and tried different things that I had never tried before and I think I was always you know self-conscious or unsure because say for example if there were societies that I wanted to attend if there was clubs that I wanted to do um you know I I felt I didn't know the sport or I would be like the worst ones I wasn't able to fully engage um but there's different um you know levels is you know for example beginners or intermediate or like um experienced um training um for the different clubs same with societies there's always introductions and everyone is always welcome whether you're first year a final year um, a master's student and societies and clubs are for students um, and it's about um, you know you know engaging and making the most out of them um, I think I found myself when I joined like the students union and I was part of the students union um, and again I have another story on this in first year and um, some of the SU reps came to my class asking who wanted to be a class rep and um, 10 people put themselves forward you have to you have to give like a 10 second spiel in terms of why people should vote for you and I remember sitting in the classroom thinking oh I'd love to put myself forward but I was too shy um, and and I made a promise to myself that day that if I still wanted to be a class rep you know that time next year I was going to put myself forward which then happened and here I am today as you know the president of the union of students in Ireland Brilliant. but I, I wish I had always kind of trusted in myself on my own abilities and felt empowered to go to things by myself or like trust myself with the experience that I had or the skill set that I had whereas um I was always a lot more, I suppose, unsure, and I doubted myself for quite a lot of time. So if there's anything that I can try and pass on to students is believing in yourself, feeling um, empowered to be part of different things. And you'll make so many friends from so many different backgrounds along the way. and it really is just taking that first step. If you're interested in a society, in a club, you know, volunteering, being part of something, being a class rep, anything else that that college life, you know, and campus has to offer, just taking the first step and attending. Um, and if it doesn't work out, if you don't like it, you, there's always something else. But it really is just about showing yourself in there and doing whatever you want in the moment and not waiting on others or not like doubting yourself to attend. Um, and sometimes it really is just about making that first step.
0: You're so right. I couldn't agree more. And I love that anecdote and the fact that you shared it with us. So thank you for your honesty on that, Claire. I think that unfortunately society does that and a lot of us can feel shy and maybe overwhelmed in settings where we have to put ourselves forward it's a real Irish thing as well I think not to not to kind of look as though you're uber confident or full of yourself putting yourself forward and actually on that note I think that maybe the last 18 months have not done a lot to help people's social anxiety in particular students who haven't been on campus or maybe spent their entire first year virtually learning for those students Claire, it's a big change and it's a big adaption having to come back and maybe find themselves in a lecture hall and in situations like the one you just mentioned with SU reps coming in and you know maybe they feel internally like it's something they'd love to do but maybe these students don't have the confidence to do that or are battling like so many of us with social anxiety and a return to normality after spending so long online and in our homes what advice can you give that student Claire? Yeah absolutely um I think you know
1: the last like 18 months, two years have been so overwhelming it's been such an adjustment um even just to get by and like our whole lives has been have been turned upside down and people need to remember that um the way we've engaged the way we've been learning you know working everything that we were used to has completely changed so it really is just about giving yourself time to adjust to settle in not putting too much pressure on yourself going from learning at home for 18 months to attending college with like 100 people around you Uh, and the busyness and the demands that college life has to bring is a lot and it can definitely be quite overwhelming. Um, So I think if someone feels a bit overwhelmed or, you know, unsure um, about certain situations, just giving yourself time to adjust and and being kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself in that situation. Um, Because we've been through a lot um, and, you know, you know, we, we all have always been talking about going back to normal and, you know, what a normal college experience looks like. And while we've been kind of heading in the right direction in terms of getting students back on campus, you know, you can't just forget what has happened the last 18 months. And it really does start with self-compassion, self-kindness um, and allowing yourself to. I suppose, transition back to a more normal life, more nor- normal campus life um, without putting too much stress and pressure on you. And if you know you are anxious about something or if something isn't
0: going right immediately, um, not being too um, hard on yourself in that situation. Student life and facilities and resources leave so much to be desired in the Irish education system, be it at second level or in particular third level. You guys at the USI are doing some stellar work when it comes to making changes. And, you know, even at government level, I know that you've been putting down so, so much groundwork and it's so important and more important now than ever, I guess, to acknowledge that mental health is something that a lot of people are struggling with daily on campus, at home, behind a computer screen, wherever it is. So for you and the USI, do you feel that the resources and supports we have are adequate? What does it look like for a student who's struggling right now at university level?
1: Yes, I think first of all, um, you know, there definitely is room for more funding for mental health services, for staffing, for resources, for more well-being initiatives, coordinators on campus. Um, And we always advocate for like a holistic approach to supporting student mental health and student well-being. Um, But the thing is that there's lots of support services out there for students, whether it's mental health support services and, you know, financial support, student assistant fund, the Susie Grant, emergency hardship funds um emotional supports as well um there's a lot of like peer-led programs Um, and then sometimes there's academic supports as well with you know like um different mathematics centers or um you know the library offers different writing skills as well so there are many support services out there for students now we will always try and make them as best as they possibly can so that's where the advocacy comes um from but um if a student is struggling whether it's with their academics or their mental health or if it's socially settling in there are many support that students can avail of on campus Um, and again it's about that first step about maybe recognizing that they might need a little bit of more support um, and availing of it and that's available to them and so if someone's struggling with their mental health going to the counsellors on campus um, having a chat and the thing is it doesn't have to get to the worst stage in order to reach out for support if there's something um, that someone's worried about or stressed about or feels under pressure a chat with the counsellor can always um, you know make that situation little bit better so if there's anything that anyone is struggling with um, or feels you know is a challenge um, definitely to reach out for supports because there's so many there on campus um, and it's just about supporting students where they're at in their own journey whether it's mental health whether it's you know financial support whether it's um you know academic support and um, there are different um services there that can really help um, and support a student in their kind of college journey
0: is there any support for you that kind of is the all rounder? If a student is tuning in this morning and just needs to reach out and speak to someone, they need some help. What is kind of the best on demand service they can contact?
1: So kind of it varies. So say, for example, if it's, um you know, if someone's struggling to find accommodation, there's usually like an accommodation office on campus. If there's um difficulties with the lecture and the course material, then reaching out to the lecturer or course coordinator. Um, or if it's, you know, mental health related, then the student counselling service. Um, some colleges have student health centres as well. So if someone um, has any difficulty with their health that they can reach out to that. But I think the main thing is that, you know, students unions across the country have lots of information. They have the supports um, and training as well to, to be able to refer students on to the re- relevant support services so if someone is on tour or they aren't fully familiar with what's you know available on campus or what ca- campus has to offer then definitely touching base with their students union because they'll be able to direct them in the right direction and um, so definitely reaching out to the student union officers um, in times of need and then they'll be able to direct them on and refer them on to the support services and that can help them there and then
0: and I presume contacting your student union is as easy as finding them on campus and actually going to their headquarters or even now, I guess, on social media, dropping them a DM or sending them an email. Exactly, exactly. So there'll be SU offers in
1: um, different buildings on campus. And then they also have like contact numbers, email addresses that they can contact. Um, the SU offices on um, or their social medias um, on Instagram on Facebook Um, so yeah a lot of SUs would have social media and the offices available as well if students want to call in for a chat
0: Brilliant and uh, Claire I know yourself and your colleagues in the USI have so much on your plate and you're busy battling for reform and change and honestly so many students I'm sure are grateful for all of your efforts Um, I quickly just want to ask you about the fantastic online campaign that you were running over the last number of weeks hashtag no keys no degrees And I guess it was something to highlight the rent crisis that students are finding themselves in across the country at the moment. I know that uh, many of your colleagues gathered outside the Dáil and they really did campaign about the accommodation crisis at third level.
1: Yeah, and and that was the whole purpose of the No Keys, um, No Degrees campaign. So it was a very reactionary piece um, in response to the student accommodation crisis. And last week, all students are back on campus, are back to, you know, participating in their college course. Um, But there were still thousands of students across the island that didn't have accommodation and so it was us responding to the need of our members and highlighting that enough is enough and that it cannot continue on any further for the last 10 plus years and student union offices have been raising the student accommodation crisis and getting the government to declare it as an emergency and act on it as if it is an emergency but nothing really has happened there hasn't been a lot of movement so it was really bringing um, all those stories all those personal stories that we heard of um, elevating the voices of those um, around the country and bringing it straight to the door that it cannot be ignored any further and um, to highlight the severity of it really um, and that there really has to be a commitment um, from the government to provide you know a, a long-term effective and sustainable plan to ensure that five years ten years down the line students are not in the same situation that they're now in in terms of finding accommodation or finding no accommodation or the cost of accommodation and um, so yeah, the, the government just really need to commit and um, to a long-term plan to ensure that students um, are accommodated for it, that they have a place to live in
0: um, and that it's affordable as well. Absolutely. And I think that so many students are grateful for your support on that one, because I know that it's a massive issue and probably one, unfortunately, that isn't going to be amended as quickly as we hope it will be. Claire, just finally and very quickly, I suppose for you as the president of the USI, there are so many challenges facing third level students. And I don't want to end on a on a negative note, but uh, I suppose it's an important question to ask. What are the biggest challenges for students?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's good to talk about it because it kind of provides reassurance to people who are struggling that they're not the only one, you know, that there are many other people in the same boat. So at the moment, the main kind of difficulties and challenges will be definitely around accommodation and um, finding accommodation for the academic year. And um, that's affordable. Then the second one will be on, you know, financial difficulty. So there are many students and um, who have to work part time jobs just to be able to put themselves through college. Um, And then I, I think, you know, particularly this year, you know, post COVID-19 we're coming out of the COVID-19 era is around stepping back into college life and the busyness of it all and the demands that college life brings and um, so mental health and well-being is definitely a key priority of ours as well because many students um, you know do struggle with their mental health at various points throughout the academic year and um, so those are just a couple of things in terms of accommodation financial hardship um, and then also mental health and student well-being.
0: Absolutely and Claire I know that you and your colleagues at the USI are busier than ever working a- round the clock so for maybe students who are tuning in this morning that would like to throw their shoulders to the wheel or lend a hand or get involved with the Union of Students Ireland where is the best place that they can go for more information? Yeah absolutely Um, so you can contact us on our social media platform so
1: on Twitter it's at the USI on Instagram it's USI.ie and then also our um, website so it's www.usi.ie and then you have a list of all the different contact details for the different um, officers on the Kishtigano on the exec team um, and then if there's anything in terms of you know supporting local SUs, you can touch base with your local SU as well you can get in touch with usi and we can always um, you know change our campaigns or we can always um, you know listen to what you have to say in terms of events run um, and different teams weeks that we do um, and different um, you know fun activities that we put on throughout the year as well and um, so definitely get in touch with us if you have any suggestions in terms of what you would like to see from your national union
0: Claire Ostick, President of the USI, joining us this morning on Spin Skull. What a pleasure it is to chat to you. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much. Spin Skull is proudly sponsored by Pathway, an interactive online career guidance tool at mypathwayjourney.com. Spin Sanolskull. Get the podcast every Friday on the Spin app. Powered by Go Loud.